everyone, welcome to another episode of A Big Who Sent Me. If you're an entrepreneur or you want to be entrepreneur, this is the podcast you should be listening to. You can follow us on LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, I'm sure that you have an interesting time listening to us. My name is Titilayo Ekundayo. I'm the host of this podcast today we have an interesting person in the studio his name is Tave Ayede is an Abuja based sales consultant and event media professional who uses his knowledge to help other professionals grow their businesses and improve their client relation to learn more about his business ideas you can su- subscribe to his blog at www.tavishima.blogspot.com but not to worry it would be in the podcast description another thing i'm excited about is that is the first uh podcaster i'll be having on this podcast uh he has his own podcast the, the name of the podcast is sales for the nigerian wedding industry so sales is uh, I believe that everybody knows that sales principles are universal and can be adapted to any situation and to any business. So uh, you should listen to his podcast. It's across different platforms. Sales for the Nigerian wedding industry. So I'm excited as to how much we are going to learn about sales today. It's good to have you here, Mr. Tavi. Oh, thank you very much. It's uh... I'm glad to be here. Yes, 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 yes. Sales, the almighty sales, the bloodline of any business. Uh, it's so wide, but I would like us to, for today, I'm hoping that you do us the honors to come back um, next time. But for today, I would like us to focus on the maybe three fundamental um, sales mistakes that entrepreneurs um, make in, in their businesses. So, Okay, so thank you very much. Again, I'm really glad to be here and I'm glad that you're one of those people who um, appreciates that sales is the lifeblood of our businesses and we should do whatever we can to learn how to um, improve our sales and our selling ability. Uh, Before we go forward, Yes, I know that you want us to look at maybe three or four sales mistakes that a lot of us make. But um, unfortunately for you and your audience, I have more than three things that I want us to look at. Because when um, when I agreed to come on the show, I decided to listen to as many episodes that you have up on the podcast. And so if you're a first-time listener of the Abeku Send Me uh, podcast, uh, just know that there's a whole lot more um that came before this recording so after you're done listening uh to this one uh, i want you to scroll back and listen to the other episodes because there are wonderful conversations that she has had with other people in um uh, data analytics uh the entrepreneurial development space fashion um people from all kinds of industries Mm -hmm. so there's a lot that you can learn and so when i listen to all these other uh, different entrepreneurs speaking I heard um, lots of things that they talked about that tie into what we're going to discuss today, which is sales mistakes. And um, so that's what I want us to explore today. So I have two or three things that I am going to talk about 
that I think are important. But then after I'm done with that, I would like to look over previous conversations that you've had with your um, other um, interviewees, yeah, your other guests, uh -huh. and then we'll tease out uh, mistakes and principles from there that apply to um, all of us, regardless of whatever industry that we are involved in. That's fine. That's, that's fine. Okay, cool. Thank now, you. the first mistake that a lot of people do in trying to promote their sales is that uh, they are late or they are not on time. And that is a cardinal sin when it comes to um, sales. Now, the reason why we should always be on time as a sales professional is because, um, first of all, it enhances our credibility given the environment that we're in. Uh, in Nigeria, there's this thing of Nigerian time or if you're listening to this and you're listening from uh, Ghana or Cameroon, African there's this whole thing of African time. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so when you actually do show up on time, it sets you apart from everybody else. Because I've experienced it time and time again, where uh, back when I was um, seriously into my wedding photography practice, it's something that I heard over and over again. People who say, ah, ah, a wedding photographer who actually shows up on time. Wow, you know, I got that a lot. And just because of that very fact, people would say, this guy is professional. All because I would, if we agreed that we're supposed to show up at 9 o'clock, I would be there 8.30 or maybe 8.45. So being on time enhances your credibility and it's something that you should um, do if you realize that you are a sales professional. Now, another reason why you should always be on time, and it's something that uh, TT and I have experienced this morning, is because sometimes when you arrange a sales meeting, uh, sometimes you're going to have a presentation. Uh, like in the wedding photography space, maybe you're going to look over some books. If you're in fashion design, like um, Win Jobby, who is one of the guests that have been interviewed earlier on the uh, on the podcast, Modular mm -hmm. Jobby. Yeah. Sometimes you have to make a presentation, you come with sketchbooks or maybe you want to use your iPad and stuff like that. So whenever you have a tech component related um, to the sale or whenever there's an aspect of the sales presentation that depends on other parties, you know, uh, your partners or third party suppliers or whatever, it's always nice to show up ahead of time and iron out all the kinks so that you guys are going to be able to start uh, on time. If you and the client say you guys are going to meet at 12 and you guys are going to have a presentation and it's going to involve uh, Zoom, um, let's see, what else, Zoom or some other tech component, then it holds on you to actually make sure that you're there a couple of minutes before to make sure that everything, um, that everything is, uh, yeah, everything is set, exactly. And uh, so if you are in the fashion space like Winjobby is and you don't carry around uh, physical, um, what's it called, uh, physical portfolios, mm -hmm. I'm not sure what they call them in that space, you know, to show your work, where everything is uh, digital, then you actually should be there. It's better for you to be there on time and discover that, oh, your um, iPad battery is flat or that this app is not working or that app is not working. And, you know, it gives you enough time to, you know, get a little charge before they show up or to try and um, reformat um, your apps or look for alternatives. It just gives you enough time to um, anticipate uh, any possible problems, um, sort out any actual problems that you have, and just make sure that everything is nice and tidy before you have that um, business uh, meeting. 
So that's the cardinal, one of the cardinal rules that I like to tell people across whatever industry that you are involved in that you have to um, follow. So that's the number one sales mistake. People are not on time. So you should always be on time. It makes you more professional in Nigeria, especially, and in Africa as a whole. It makes you stand out because generally our people, we don't show up on time. And then it helps you solve any um, problems anticipate any problems that might arise so that is uh number one okay. um okay so should i go straight on to number two or yes, do you have please. anything to add uh you, yeah i think that it brings to mind uh Murphy's law Murphy's law says that anything that would, that can go wrong would go wrong oh so yeah if we approach um, sales meetings like that or even if you approach your businesses like that to say okay so um it should take me 30 minutes to get to this place all things being equal but then you should factor in Murphy's law that okay what if something happens what if there's there's traffic or there's an accident on the way and there's a whole lot of traffic or some 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 something so if it will take you 30 minutes um i think anticipating some 45 50 minutes is is um on the on the safer side because anything could go wrong just like what we experienced um this morning so yeah solid point thank you okay and you're absolutely correct about the whole thing um anticipating that things can go <clears throat> wrong on the road in fact i used to have a problem keeping the time until i watched this uh, old program it's really old so i don't know if you guys would be able to um, find it that those of you who are listening to the to the podcast it was um I can't remember the title of the show, but it's something that used to be on an old uh, MTV channel. I don't know if they're still alive, uh, still around. Uh, I think it was MTV Base, MTV Base Africa. Thank you. So it was on MTV Base Africa, uh, one of these shows that is also built around entrepreneurship. And then there's this uh, old musician. Um, most of you might not know who he is, but he's someone that was really big before I was born. His name is Ice Cube. And he ended up doing some acting. So if any of you are familiar with him, you might know him from his acting roles. Mm -hmm. uh, but some of us know him from uh his music career he was a musician with um uh nwa it was a one of some people consider him to be one of the pioneers of gangster rap so anyway so ice cube um he has uh been able to transition from a music career and he runs several businesses now he's into movies and things like that mm -hmm. and on this show he was mentoring another um a young black entrepreneur who is in the fashion space and who is a skateboarder and so ice cube had a meeting with this guy and I think the meeting was supposed to be for 10, but the guy had been partying the night before and I think he overslept or something like that. Anyway, he rushed into the meeting and Ice Cube is a, he's not a very, you know, some people are nice and polite, mm -hmm. but he is more like one of these rough big brother types. Okay. So this guy came very in blunt. and was apologizing. Yeah, very blunt. And you can see the Ice Cube was just there sitting and then frowning. And then once he stopped talking, Ice Cube just unleashed, just unleashed on the guy. I was like, like, what are you doing this for? Like, we already have it difficult as it is. Like, people expect that, you know, we are niggas and we're going to be sloppy and, and everything and all whatnot. How can you come in here, you know, with this whole attitude and blah, 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 and all whatnot. And the guy just, Ice Cube just unleashed on this guy. Now, look, people in our own situation, we always have to be on time. The guy was still trying to make excuses. And then Ice Cube shouted something that I've never forgotten. What he shouted was, if you can't be on time, be early. And the thing just stuck with me like, oh, yeah, now if you can't be on time, then be early. The reason why it resonated is because at the time, I was always late for everything, but my mom is always on time for everything. 
somehow my mom knows how to be there for 11 o'clock for an 11 o'clock meeting but i have uh problems with that and so it just resonated what he was trying to say and it's something that i've applied ever since so i never try to be on time now i always try to be early so if the client says the meeting is 12 in my mind i'm aiming to be there 11 15 because actually things do happen and i've been in those uh, scenarios where uh you know the meeting is 12 i leave at 11 15 and then a trailer falls across the road mm-hmm. and then there's 30 minute hold up and the only reason why i got there on time actually was because i left at 11 15 instead of leaving at 11 45 to get to the meeting we are based in abuja so it's you know we we were spoiled when it comes to traffic so in abuja you actually can leave your house at 11 15 and get there for a 12 o'clock um meeting mm-hmm. so yes things do happen and um if you're like me or if you're like former me who used to have a problem with keeping to time just remember the immortal words of um, ice cube if you can't be on time be early yeah. if the person says 12 o'clock and you know that you're perpetually um, late leave your house at 11. don't say google Maps said that okay. it will be, uh, yeah it will be 45 minutes to get from uh, ikeja to uh you know to ikeja to awolo road mm-hmm. uh, in Ikoi. Uh-huh. so don't rely on that just be early because that might be the day a trailer falls across mm-hmm. uh, the road the and road. then there's going to be all kinds of problems the gods of the traffic are, are, are on the streets <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly they are <laughs> okay so the second thing that i want us to talk about now is um the second mistake is that a lot of us don't realize that we are all salespeople. For some reason, we assume that uh, we are our title. You assume that you're a podcaster. You assume that you're a photographer mm. or that you assume you're a fashion person. But Sorry, you're not a fashion boy. person, actually. Mm-hmm. You actually are a sales person, first mm. and foremost. And this is the reason why. And uh, it's a question that I pose at almost every seminar that I handle. I ask people, what is the purpose of the business? and uh people talk about all things people say the purpose of a business um, is money people say that the purpose of a business is um personal development that is to develop yourself some people talk about the um, environmental and social benefits that can come from a business like the employment opportunities that you provide uh, and then the social causes that you address as a business and yes in a sense all of these things are correct but if you read the work of Peter Drucker, he's a, well, he was, I think he's dead now, I have to confirm, but he was a management consultant um, in America. And um, it's like the, one it's of, like the management king. So. Oh, yeah, exactly. Okay, you've heard of him. Ah, anybody in management <laughs> should know Peter Drucker. He's like the boss of his face. Okay, yeah. So there's something Peter Drucker wrote in one of his books that I didn't agree with at the time, but with more experience, I've seen now that he's right. And for Peter Drucker, he asked the question, what is the purpose of his business? And he, you know, did his thing, you know, as an academic, ran through a couple of scenarios. And then he concluded that the purpose of the business is to create a customer. And at the time, I didn't think that made sense. But this is his rationale. The purpose of a business is to create a customer. Because if you do not create a customer, then you are not doing business, in quote, over anything. So for Mr. Winjobi, who is into fashion design, if he doesn't wake up and create a customer for that day, he is not designing anything. He might design for his wife and his children, but you know, in that case, that's not a business. 
for your previous guest, Corede uh, Taomo, um, who is in into uh, data analytics, if he doesn't wake up every day, every week, every month, and think about how do I create a customer, how do I attract a customer, how do I find markets, as we like to say in Nigeria, if you don't do that, then he's not doing data analytics over anything. Okay. So he can wake up and be analyzing for himself and his family, but mm -hmm. then again, that is not the business. And it's the same over all the other people that you have um, interviewed. So whether it's uh, Modoro, Toluwa, Ajayi, the fellow who is in talent management, if he doesn't create um, a customer, then he is not in business. He is not doing anything. So really, what we are is we are not data analysts we are not fashion enthusiasts we are not talent management specialists we are not business consultants first and foremost we are salespeople because our primary function is to create the customer that is what keeps us in business in the first place it is only after we've created the customer that all these other things occur all these other artifacts so it is only when we have a customer that there's social impact because we get some money from them and we're able to take care of orphanages or whatever it is we do in our community. It is only then that we're going to get the money because, of course, they pay for our services because it's a value exchange. And um, uh, let's see, what else? Uh, personal development. Yes, there's only going to we're only going to get the personal development and personal growth because we are trying to look for people in the first place, and that involves um, us trying to um, acquire new skills, new ways of thinking, and new processes. So the money, the personal development, and the social impact only come after we create a customer, after we look for a customer. And that is the reason why, even though it sounds counterintuitive, um, our Ebon Peter Drucker actually is correct. Mm -hmm. The primary purpose is to create a customer. And with that, he says the most important functions that you do in business is marketing and innovation and that everything other any other thing is just support or an expense so those are your two primary functions as a business person as a salesperson so for mr taomo who is into data analytics those are the primary things that he has to do he has to wake up every day and his primary functions are marketing and innovation marketing that's the whole idea of how do we reach people how do we engage them how do we convert them so that they become customers and then innovation that is when you innovate around your product or service or your idea because of course you can't be stale so that's our second mistake you assume that you are your title so you are not a wedding photographer you are not a data analyst you are not a fashion entrepreneur you are a salesperson, salesperson. first and when you wake up first and foremost and then when you wake up your primary job today this week this month this year is marketing and innovation so that's be our obsession how do we find people how do we engage them how do we bring them into the pipeline and then how am i going to um how am i going to innovate on my product and my service offering so those are your key things so those are the two mistakes that i like to talk about most of the time and um if you have anything to add then after that we can start going into the episodes with your previous guests and then uh, run through a couple of things uh, a couple of mistakes, mistakes that i can pull from there but uh before i do that let me just point out one thing when i say sales mistakes that we're getting from these conversations i'm not necessarily saying that these people that's Corey Day and winjobi and the others i'm not saying that they made these mistakes 
It's just that in the discussions that happens between them and uh, Titi, the able host of this podcast, in the conversations that um, followed, they pulled out a couple of ideas that I think we can flesh out some more, especially by bringing a sales perspective to them. So I'm not accusing these people of um, being sloppy or making any any mistakes. Um, Just that there are issues here that are cardinal that we can lend a sales perspective to and that I would like for us to um, stretch out. So yeah, so Titi, anything to add before we move on? All right, thank you for that, uh, for putting out that disclaimer. <laughs> okay, so I think that you've, um, you, you've, you've said it the best way that I would have said it to you. Um, I, I found out that a lot of entrepreneurs would say, I'm not a salesperson, so uh, a salesperson, I didn't like, I didn't like selling, I didn't like, and we, we forget that first and foremost, we are all salespeople. We are selling ourselves every second of the day. To our friends, to our family, to our spouse, to our children, to it's 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 about just wanting people to um, buy into the concept of you and all of that. So yeah, thank you very much for that. Um, an entrepreneur should see ease or herself as first and foremost a salesperson. So. Yeah, and you're absolutely um, you're absolutely correct because for my podcast, the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast, that's some of the feedback that I've gotten um, a lot because people say that there are things that we talk about over there that apply to them, not just in personal life, but in the career um, as well. So the thing is, we're always, we're always selling. So what Titi said about selling to your spouse or selling to your co-workers, it's absolutely correct. And so in the office space, it's, um, <clears throat> it's the same. You're trying to figure out what is the uh, what are the key um, uh, agendas for the department or for the organization. What does your boss think is important? <clears throat> so excuse me. And then how do we uh, how do we figure out what the different agendas are? The important stakeholders are. How do we drive those relationships? And how do we move all these things one step forward? So we're selling um, all the time. So we might as well embrace it. The reason why people say that they don't like uh, selling or they don't consider themselves um, salespeople is because they have experienced um, lots of examples where people did sales wrong, where people were unethical, where people were um, pushy, where people were manipulative. And that is what, (coughs) sorry. And so that's where we get uh, the negative ideas um, around um, sales. And it's part of my mission, not just with my show, but also appearing over here on this podcast today and the other things that I put out on the internet to show that selling is not as dirty and as um, unethical as most people make it to seem. There's a clean way to sell, there's an ethical way to sell, and most importantly, there's a way to sell that aligns with your own personality and with your own beliefs so you don't have to be anything else. And I tell people that all the time, you don't have to be me, you don't have to sound like uh you don't have to sound like me you don't have to be garrus you don't have to be friendly you don't have to be uh, the talk of the party you can be quiet introverted you and it's not a problem you don't have to be attractive uh you don't you can just be you and you can sell very true very true thank you for that so let's move on to to okay all right now Okay, so one of the things I want us to um, tease out from the this uh, something that you have from the conversation with um, Damilola Obidairo. Damilola I can't Obidairo. remember. 
Obidairo. Okay, yes. Now I can't remember what business he is involved in because, like I said, I listened to over half of your um, podcast and then I was wow. making notes, so I can't remember what he was involved in. But there was a part of your conversation where he was talking about um, being entrepreneurial versus being an entrepreneur and it's a debate that um, has been going on for a very long time are entrepreneurs born or entrepreneurs made and there's something that he said about um, that is first and foremost an attitudinal thing and then there is a dna component um, to it now it's part of the conversation where he was talking about how people handle stress and uh, stuff like that that um, it's attitudinal but then there's a DNA component. And that's one of the things that I want us to tease out. So, because there's a DNA component to who we are, how we behave, and how we respond to stress, the average person makes the mistake of believing that sales is not for me, or that I cannot sell, or that I cannot be entrepreneurial, because I have one, two, three, four business traits, or, uh, sorry, not business traits, uh, personal traits. And so there's this limiting idea um, about um, selling. So that is one of the things that, that's one mistake that a lot of people uh, make. So yes, there is some science that shows that there's a DNA component to how gregarious you are, your uh, attitude towards um, risk, uh, reward, adventure, thrill seeking, things like that. So I'm not going to deny that there is a DNA component to it. But what we should pay most attention to was the part where uh, Damilola um, said that there is an attitudinal component to it. Mm -hmm. So that is what we have to key in on. Mm -hmm. So there's an attitudinal component to sales, to business entrepreneurship, and you can overcome a lot of whatever deficiencies you have, so long as you have an open growth mindset. Because when we're talking about entrepreneurship and we're talking about sales, a lot of the things you need are learnable skills. So the example that we've been talking about, that we uh, spoke about earlier on the show, about being on time. So yes, maybe there is a genetic component or maybe they cost you in the village that you will never be on time um, for everything. That is out of your hands. Your DNA is out of your village, hands. Village people. Yes, village people. Uh -huh. So village people, that's out of your hands. And then your DNA, that is out of your hands. But then um, being... Uh, the whole thing of um, anticipating problems and planning and things like that to make sure that you get somewhere on time, that is a learnable skill. So you should take it from me, from someone who used to be late for every single thing. I mean, even when I was in OAU, I was late for exams time and time again, you know, as in I'm rushing in just as they're giving, uh, giving the, the papers. papers. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that, so I used to do that um, um, a lot. So, but the thing is, um, it's a learnable skill. Being on time um, is a learnable skill. Anticipating problems is a learnable skill. And it's something that um, either by reaching, uh, doing some research on the internet or reaching out to other people who you um, uh, admire or hanging around in certain, um, certain circles, there are lots of things that you can learn to um, to improve yourself and improve your processes. So pay attention to the attitudinal aspect and don't worry about the DNA uh, component or whatever the other challenges are. Because if people don't like you in the village, you really can't do anything about that. And you can't do anything about your, uh, about your DNA. But there are lots of learnable skills that you can make, uh, sorry, lots of learnable skills that you can acquire that is going to help you in growing your um, 
in growing your businesses and in being a good uh, salesperson. So that's uh, one of one of the mistakes. People just assume that oh, this thing is not for me. I'm too quiet. I'm too mousy. I'm too shy. I don't like uh, quarreling with people. I don't like talking to strangers. But these are things that can be overcome. They are just learnable skills. Um, Okay, hopefully, I want to be. Yeah, go on. Yeah, I wanted to, before we move um, far away from that, I just wanted to buttress a point when um, we, are, we are talking about the DNA components and the attitudinal yep. components. I think that conversation comes up in everything entrepreneurship, leadership, um, talent. You know, you, you hear people argue about footballers and say, okay, this one is a natural, this one has to work for it, that kind of thing. But yeah. I, I think it, it just boils down to this principle of give me the. Um, this AA confession, the is it alcohol and yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where they say give me the strength to control the things that I can and accept mm-hmm. the things I can't. So yep. the things that we can control is our attitude to all of these things. So mm-hmm. yes, if you 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 cannot you accept whatever is in your DNA, but the things that you can control, which most times are the important things, which most times are the determinant things. Uh, uh, things like attitude things like um, being teachable and being open to learning about how one can be better and improve um, his or herself so yeah that's that's what i wanted to add to what he said yeah and you're absolutely correct and it's also something that uh, stephen covey and his son also write about just pay attention to the things within your sphere of influence uh, sphere of influence and the locus of control that is all you can do because when it comes to business, entrepreneurship, sales, marketing, there are things that you have control over and that there are things that you can't. So you just do the best you can do and then you leave the rest to uh, you leave the rest to providence. And you find that um, over time, and that's something that Brian Tracy talks about when he talks about the law of averages. Over time, these things um, average out. So if you sit down in your house, for instance, one is not going to come to meet you. But if you go out or if you use the internet, you start trying to actually try and promote your business or chase down the money the thing is you will win some you will lose some but the more you do it's the law of averages over time it evens out but if you just stay at home and you don't do anything then of course nothing is going to happen very true very true thank you mr it's, the conversation is really um educative and enlightening and I think that the subconscious lesson that you're teaching me and the rest of the listeners is that we should be readers because you mentioned like how many authors within the last <laughs> within the last um, 30 minutes thereabouts. You mentioned Peter Drucker, you mentioned Steve Covey, you mentioned Brian Tracing, you mentioned Ice Cube, yeah, the actor and the singer too. <laughs> yeah, that, that's an unconscious lesson that you you're teaching that one should uh, always learn and be resourceful, read, read and know what's happening around you. Okay. All right. Thank you for that. See you. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, uh, by the way, a lot of these things that we're talking about now can be fleshed out because they have much more implications and more applications, but it's not, we're not going to be able to do that within the confines of the podcast. So hopefully um, in future episodes, if I get invited back, uh, there are going to be um, some things that we can tease out. So for those of you who are listening to the show right now, if there's anything that you find interesting, intriguing, that you'd like to hear uh, more about, 
then reach out to Tutu Layo. I mean, she's really accessible. She responds to email um, to uh, messages very quickly. She's very responsive. So just reach out to her. Email, Instagram, um, mm-hmm. WhatsApp, LinkedIn. You know, tell her, yeah. LinkedIn. So tell her, I like this. Tell her, I like this. I didn't like that. I don't agree with this. Uh, how uh, can you guys expand uh, more on that? So that um, for future shows, for her future guests, she can bring up all these issues. Or hopefully bring me back again on future episodes so that we can hash these things out some more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very true, very true. Thank you for that. Yeah. Right. That, that, that's no. the advantage you get from having a podcaster on your, on your podcast. See, you just... <laughs> <laughs> it's just a few balancing dogs. Thank you very much. Okay, right. so because... Um, I think time is far spent. Oh, yeah. So definitely, we are bringing you back uh, very okay. soon because we've not even scratched the surface of the conversation. But just so that this episode is not um, overly long. long, exactly. Yeah. So, um, so what would you like to conclude or leave us with till the next time that we hear again from from your humble self? Okay, well, uh, there's nothing else I'd like to add. I guess I'll just make a recap about uh, these things that we've examined so far. And then also to reiterate something that you said in the beginning, that these principles that we're talking about, you can see that they apply to anybody in the market industry, whether you're a photographer, whether you're a podcaster, or you're in data analytics, or in fashion design, web design, graphic arts, no matter um, what it is. So pay attention to these things, apply them. You're going to see um, differences that they bring uh, to your business. So realize, like uh, Egon Peterbrock has said, you are not your title. You know, you are a sales person. Your primary focus as a business owner or as an entrepreneur is marketing and innovation. Pay attention to those two things first. When you do that and you're getting some skill, you can worry about business systems and um, everything. But the thing is, if you don't pay attention to marketing and then to the innovation aspect, you're systematizing over nothing. Because there are lots of people who want to start a business and they decide to get the logo and hire all the consultants and uh, everything, but you're not reaching out to clients. You're just uh, wasting your time. And then remember, we should always be on time. It sets us apart from other people. It makes us credible, especially in the African and the Nigerian context. It sets us out to be a professional. And then realize that when it comes to this whole thing of entrepreneurs born or made, that you can't change the goodwill or the bad will that people have towards you. And you can't change your DNA, but have a growth mindset. Remember that a lot of things are attitudinal. And um, with that attitude, you're going to be able to acquire the learnable skills and transferable capital it is that you need to develop yourself and to develop your um, business. So for any other things, um, we'll get to them at the, um, at the next time that I am invited over here uh, on the show. But don't forget, reach out to Titi Lyo if this is the first time listening to the podcast. Let her know, is she doing a good job? What do you like? What do you disagree with? What do you want to hear more of? Um, let her know. And also remember to uh, subscribe to the podcast. Also remember to um, share and then um, share freely and promote it. Because there are lots of people out there in Nigeria, especially who are listening to just podcasts and entertainment podcasts and political podcasts, but who don't realize that we have these assets right now, that we mm-hmm. have business podcasts that can, can help us, mm-hmm. yes, in the in the areas of uh, personal development, business development, and entrepreneurship. Wow! Thank you, thank you very much, Mister Kavi. Uh, 
Thank you very much. I think that's that, that's that should sum up what I wanted to say. Thank you for such an interesting conversation. And um, pending the time that we bring you back again, um, people can because uh, sales is something you consume every day till till you become it till you can live and speak it. So you can check out and. Mr. Tavis uh, podcast sales for the Nigerian wedding industry. So where, where they can they can find it on all platforms, yes? Oh yes, it's available on all platforms. Um uh Apple, iTunes, uh Stitcher, Spotify, everything. Okay. But if you're searching for the podcast, because a search on podcast is really, really poor, you're okay. better off searching for my name. And so my name is spelled T A V E R S H. I M A. That's Tavishima, and then Ayede is A Y E D E. So whenever you search for the name, my podcasts come up. Whenever you search for sales for the Nigerian wedding industry, a whole bunch of sales podcasts uh, come up, especially foreign sales podcasts. Yeah, so you're better off just searching for uh, for my name instead. Or if you're in your browser, if you're in Google or Safari or whatever you use, then if you hit sales for the Nigerian wedding industry there, then yes, a couple of links will come up and any of those links should take you directly to the blog where you can listen to your uh, podcast app of choice. But yeah, I'm available um, wherever wherever you're looking, I'm available. All right, all right, that's good to know. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, it was really an interesting conversation. I think you said it all, so thank you guys. Uh, do follow, share, give your feedback, it's very important. And um, yes, and do have a lovely time.